What's going on, everybody? It's 9.02 p.m. Thursday, May, May 9th. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. We're getting closer to the weekend. Closer to the weekend. Closer to party time. Closer to party time. NBA playoffs is popping off right now. We got the Sixers playing a do-or-die elimination game. They are all going up against the Toronto Raptors. Last I seen, they were up by about, I think they were up 13-11 last time I seen. Philly was up 13-11. Last I checked. So, um, let's see what happens. Um, it's a big game. It's an elimination game, like I said. Um, they got to do what they got to do. Only thing they can do is win. That's the only thing they can do is win. Push this to a game seven. I think this is the game seven that people want to see. This, and you go look at the Houston and, um, excuse my smoke detector. I'm going to change the batteries in a little bit. Um, you got to look at the Houston and Golden State series. That's a game seven series. That's worth a game seven. I'm watching a game seven of Houston and um, Golden State. I'm going to tell you what else. I'm going to watch a game seven of Denver, if they make it that far, Denver and Portland. I will I will pay to see something like that. Dame Lillard hit the big shot in the first series. Can he do it now? Can he do it this time? You know what I mean? Was he a fluke? But Dame not no fluke. Dame, Dame Dollar's far from a fluke. So Dame give it his all on the basketball court. That's one thing I can tell you. But this 76ers game, I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, a game seven. A game seven versus Toronto. I'm hoping the Sixers can break out and take a big lead and just win this game. But um, we'll have to see what happens, man. It's Philadelphia 76ers. You never know. You never know in basketball. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody in the NBA, all the NBA fans. Boston was eliminated. Greek the Freak manhandled them. Me personally, I had Boston. I said, yo, they won that first game. I said, Boston going to take these dudes and they're going to just mop the floor with them. But it was the other way around. And I really think it was all about chemistry because Boston and Boston Celtics, they have a good chemistry. You're definitely not going to win a series in the, NBA, in the NBA in sports in anything if the chemistry's off. The chemistry's off. The whole morale of the team is a wreck. It's a wreck. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a train wreck waiting to happen. The whole team morale. Because you got egos. You got all these things going on. You know, I want the ball. I want to shoot. Why you ain't make the shot? Why you ain't do this? Man, you dudes yelling at the coach. Like, I heard Allen Iverson say one time. Allen Iverson said, somebody said, somebody said, um... Mr. Iverson, would you ever consider coaching? Iverson said no. He said because, first of all, these dudes are making millions of dollars. They come into the game thinking that they don't have to listen to you. They're making so much bread. And you know what I like about Allen Iverson? Because he said he was speaking from experience. He said because I was there. I was the guy coming into the game, into practice, with all the jewelry on and everything. And he thought that he didn't have to listen to his coaches. Now, that has nothing to do with the practice 
practice, practice thing. That's nothing to do with that. He's just letting you know from experience. He would go to practice. Sometimes he wouldn't go to practice. Sometimes he would come late to the games. And I'm and I'm out here, so I've seen it. You know, we used to stand and we used to stand outside Wells Fargo with a spectrum, all that stuff, Wells Fargo, and we used to wait to see the ball come in for practice and he would never show up. But when he came to the game, he had dropped 50 on you. You know? And like I said, this is not about practice. This is about stubborn players and coaches that have to coach them. Like, um, I don't think the coach knew what he was doing with the Boston Celtics. I don't think that he understood what he had. And I still don't think he understands what he has. Because he's a college coach. He's coming from Butler. Yeah, he won some games. Yeah, he did some things with Boston. But we talking about this Boston team right here. This Boston team, he can't control. So eventually what they're going to do, they're going to break this team up. Starting with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie out. There's not a doubt in my mind that was his last game with a Celtics jersey on. Kyrie Irving, you might see Kyrie in New York City or Brooklyn. I don't know about Brooklyn because they got D'Angelo Russell. But D'Angelo Russell was a good six-man. But who knows? Kyrie might be in Brooklyn. He might be in New York City. The bottom line is Kyrie Irving will be in the Mecca of basketball. Right across from his hometown. Because he's from Jersey. You know, so he's basically one of us. He's a local kid. He deserves to be under the bright lights of the big city. Kyrie Irving can't play in Boston. When Kyrie was in Cleveland, he couldn't play in Cleveland until LeBron came back. LeBron came back, he showed out. You know what I mean? He was shaking and baking and he was doing his thing. But I'm going to tell you something. You put Kyrie and Kevin Durant, because this Durant's not staying in Golden State. You put Kyrie and Kevin Durant in New York City, and you're going to see some basketball. I told people this already. You give Kevin Durant, Kimba Walker, or Kyrie Irving. Both Kimba and Kyrie are from the from 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 around from New York. Kimba from the Bronx, Kyrie from Jersey. So they fit good with New York City. They fit good. They fit real good. It's magic. You know, New York City is a point guard town. All we do is produce point guards. All New York City does is produce top-notch point guards that go all over this, all over the country. Some don't make the NBA. Some make the NBA. Some just go to college. Some go overseas. But New York City produces point guards. You give the Knicks a point guard and Kevin Durant and whoever else they got, this draft pick, whoever else they pick, you're going to see a different New York City basketball. They just have to play defense. Like I said last time, they just have to play defense. Defense wins games. You know, so so we got a lot of so 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 Kyrie Irving has a lot to think about. And I think he already thought it over. I think he's coming home. I don't see Kyrie going to Los Angeles. 
I don't see Kyrie going to um, anybody for that matter. San Antonio. Nobody. Kyrie is going to stay. He's not, definitely not staying in Boston. That was a bad look from the beginning. He's not staying in Boston. So so, so we got a lot to look forward to as far as these playoffs go and as far as free agency goes. And next week is the draft lottery, Tuesday. You know, and the Knicks have Patrick Ewing representing them. When I don't think the Knicks need Patrick Ewing. If I'm, if I'm Patrick Ewing, I'm not representing the Knicks. For the simple fact that they shitted on Patrick Ewing, one of the greatest basketball players in New York City history. Georgetown Hoyer. Patrick Ewing gave it his all. Bum knees, elbows, everything. Patrick Ewing put his all onto the court. What the Knicks do? They traded him. They sent Pat to Seattle. You're sending Patrick Ewing all the way to Seattle to play basketball. You know, Patrick Ewing ain't want to go to no Seattle. He wanted to stay in New York. You traded him to Seattle. Now you want Patrick Ewing to sit on the panel and represent y'all during the draft lottery. If I'm, Pat, if I'm Patrick Ewing, I don't want to represent y'all. I want to represent my, myself. I ain't going up there with y'all. I go to a couple parties. But no. You know what I mean? Get Charles Oakley to do it. Or 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 or, or Mark Jackson. Or Rod Strickland. Kiki Vandeway. Don't ask me. Don't ask. Don't ask. I wouldn't and I wouldn't even accepted that. I'd have looked at them like they were crazy. What the fuck is y'all talking about? Didn't y'all just trade me to Seattle where it rained all day? Middle of nowhere. Got rid of Pat. Kiki Vandeway. The old white, old white guy that used to be a Nick. They probably, as some people say, he's one of the best New York Knicks. It's a touch of basketball. Jokingly. But Kiki Vandeway. He played with the Knicks. I think he even had, I think he had coaching experience, if I can think. I'm not sure if he, he had coaching experience. But Kiki played with the Knicks and he didn't really do too much. I mean, it's like, you know what I'm saying? This is a funny, it was a joke when they when they signed him, but you know what I mean? He, he actually is a scrappy dude. He'll fight for that basketball. You know what I mean? He definitely will put in work for the basketball. He's one of those, he's one of those Kurt Rambuses or Dennis Rodman type ballers. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, the Knicks, the Knicks tripping. You gonna disrespect Patrick Ewing, and then invite him to represent you. But as far as the playoff goes now, I'm not sure. I'm 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 I'm, re- I'm running with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm running with Portland. I want Portland to go to at least the championship. Um, in the East, I want the Sixers to go there. If the Sixers don't go there, I'm fine. I don't care who goes. You know what I mean? I'm not rooting for Toronto. And I'm not rooting for Milwaukee. I just watch the game patiently and just enjoy it. But you know what I mean? As for the, for that, for, 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 for my point of view, I think the Sixers should go. 
They should represent the East. They got to play hard now. It's an elimination game. But, yo, um, I think last night, TMZ had a video of Offset. And um, they didn't show him physically on screen. But he was in part of a drive-by shooting. So they showed the dude hanging out the car, licking right at him. Tearing up. And the car just sped right past. Just knocked some shots at offset. So hopefully he's all right. I'm pretty sure he didn't get hit because um, they would have said something. It would have been all over the internet. Offset shot, you know what I mean? But he didn't get shot. I'm pretty sure he didn't get shot. He got shot at in a drive-by shooting down in Atlanta outside of a studio. Um, they don't have too much details. But, you know, TMZ get everything as soon as it happens. You know what I'm saying? TMZ, to me, they, they, they get it all. You know what I mean? You don't be a celebrity and have beef with TMZ. Be smart. Do what the game do and be they fan. You know what I mean? TMZ get all your business. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching, speaking of TMZ, remember Fab and Emily had the little situation? So Fab is fighting Emily or he arguing with relationship shit. They beefing, and he told the pop, her pops he gonna beat her, beat her pops' ass and shit like that. Man, you never know. So he told he told um her pops he gonna beat her ass, and TMZ gets the video of him and Emily arguing on their estate or or, or apartment complex wherever they at. Somebody recorded them, gave the video to TMZ. TMZ put the shit on the internet. Everybody know Fab having a situation with his girl. Domestic shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, who are these people? Who are these people? TMZ. Like, who are these people, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, you know, the Nipsey situation. TMZ gets the footage of the shooting. What the fuck is going on with these people? Like, who are these motherfuckers TMZ? I know Harvey from People's Court. You know? You never watch if you ever watch People's Court, Harvey is the dude with the microphone talking to the audience. Asking them questions and shit like that. Well my thing is this how do they get all the footage? What do they do? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? When you see stuff like this, you like, damn, TMZ, are y'all really a TV, ch a, 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 ch a channel? Or are you something bigger than that? You know, what are you guys? You know what I mean? What are you guys really? You know what I mean? So, yeah, so Offset got shot at, man. I guess he got some beef going on, man. Because when, you know, rappers, them motherfuckers, when, when rappers get shot, when rappers get shot at, you know, they got some major beef. And these dudes just got money. They just gangsters. They just street motherfuckers with a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? So when you see stuff like this, people say, oh, it's a conspiracy. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, like, like uh, jokingly, my boys at TMZ sent them shots, probably sent them shots. But, you know, these are street motherfuckers with a lot of money. So they still got beef with street niggas. 
So, you know what I'm saying? They catch him lacking on the corner, blah, 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 shoot at him and shit, beat him up or something like that. You know what I mean? They going through some shit that street motherfuckers go through. That's why they surrounded with like a billion people. You can't get close to a rapper. You know what I mean? You can't even get close to a rapper. You can't even say, yo, what's going on? Your music is fire. You know, fucking bodyguard. I'm a U.S. Marshal bodyguard. Is knocking you over. And you know, one thing I never realized is rappers, you know, rappers, because I really want to talk about my top New York movies. So let me get into this real quick. I'm going to say something real quick. I never realized about rappers how you could always say, how rappers are the most anti-police motherfuckers I've ever seen in the world, right? The motherfuckers don't like cops, right? But you can't say, it is weird that they say fuck the police and surround themselves by police. You know what I'm saying? Like off-duty cops. An off-duty cop is still a cop. He just ain't got his uniform on. But he's a cop. But rappers really, really, really stress the fuck the police shit. It's almost like it's a facade. They just want you to say fuck the police, but they could be around the police. So they plant that seed into the neighborhood. You know, I mean, where I'm from, we just don't give a fuck about the police. You know, that's just our, our nature. But you don't see us saying fuck the cops and walking down the street with the cops. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy. We don't do that. It's if, it's, if it's fuck the police, it's fuck the police. You know what I mean? But the rappers will say, Stay away from the cops. Well, fuck the cops. And then they walk down the street with 10 cops. You know what I mean? I don't understand it, man. You know what I mean? I don't understand it, man. Rappers, break that down to me. Let me know how y'all feel about that shit, man. You, there's a lot of rappers out here that be with cops. And they tell you, don't be with the cops. But they be with the police. You know what I mean? Me, I don't buy that shit. You ain't selling me no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? One thing I ain't gonna do is buy your shit. But, um, I made a list of movies, like, hood movies that we would say from New York City. I made ten movies. I made a list of ten movies, and I wanted to know, like, what are some classic New York movies? So, I'm gonna run through a list real quick. <clears throat> this is a list. I didn't even go on Google for this list. This is a list that came to my head. I was like, let me check out some movies from New York City. Movies that I could think of. So I put Juice, Paid in Full, Straight Out of Brooklyn, Brooklyn's Finest, Sugar Hill, New Jack City, Above the Rim, Killer Season, Sunset Park, and I don't know if a lot of people on my podcast or whoever are going to know, know what this movie is, but it had a lot of rappers in it. Biggie Smalls was in it. Ed Lover and Dr. Dre made this movie. Who's the man? I think this movie was shot back in the 90s. I know it was shot back in the 90s. Couldn't have been anywhere after or before that. So this movie was shot back in the 90s. Who's the man? I even like Crush Groove. But that's a movie that's from the 80s. 
And that's not a hood movie, but I like the the, the story of it, the come up of it. Um, but I didn't put that on the list. But those are movies like some classic New York City movies, you know, gritty movies, street basketball movies. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many people watch Killer Season, but I watched Killer Season. I liked it. It was all right. It was low budget, but it was a classic. That kind of took Cam like this. That kind of took him up. You know what I mean? That kind of brought him up there. You know what I'm saying? And Cam can turn something into can turn nothing into something, as far as entertainment goes. You know, and since we talk about Cam, like I said, he could turn nothing into something. Like he took an artist like Vado. Nobody knew who Vado was, and Cam made him a star. Vado don't mess with Cam no more. And you see where Vado is at right now, right? But I like Vado, though. But I think with the right person, he can give you his all. But I don't think Vado in the right spot right now. I don't think he's in the right space. I don't think he's in the right space. He's nice, but he's not in the right space right now. You know what I'm saying? And if I... I, I, I um. If you don't understand, if you don't believe what I'm saying, just look at who we fuck with. Who we fuck with, like Khaled or somebody. Khaled not gonna give you 100 percent of his attention, cause Khaled got too much on his plate. DJ Khaled got way too much on his plate than to be worrying about you. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, Cam, Cam had it. Cam had, Cam had some situations where um. Well, Vado, well, Cam took him there. Cam had him on point. Cam had him on point, man. You know, Cam had him focused. But, no. No artist blow with Khaled. See, DJ Khaled will put together, like, Khaled will put together, like, an album with all of these artists. Because Khaled, I don't think he can develop an artist alone. Khaled needs all these people to blow. We the best music, all that bullshit he be doing. He got to get Drake. He got to get Lil Wayne. He got to get Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Beyonce. He got to go all across the board to do all this fantastic shit. You know what I'm saying? But 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 like he said, no artist and, and on the podcast I'm talking about a friend of mine on Instagram. No artist is going to blow messing with Khaled. He got too much on his plate. He got way too much on his plate. What Vado, what Vado should do, and I don't understand why he's not doing this. He's from New York City. Every New York City DJ should be playing the old Vado. Saying. I understand you was on Love and Hip Hop and you want your music to cater to a certain crowd, but look, dog, you got to bring that old thing back. You got to spit music. You got to have bars and you got to have some beats. You got to be ready to spit. That's what New York is all about. New York music. New York music is all about aggressive lyrics. And just letting and just ripping into the mic, but you know I think it's hard for New Yorkers to get put on because the DJ doesn't never play the music. 
You only got K. Slate playing the music on the late night. And K. Slate got that slot for a reason, man. Because he ain't going to play no motherfucking, um, no motherfucking Nas, country Nas or some shit like that. Whatever the young boy name is. K. Slate going to play Davies. He going to play Pat. He going to play some Uncle Murder. He going to play some, um, some, some, some hard niggas from down south. He not gonna, he not gonna commercialize his show. He not gonna commercialize his show for ratings. You know, I like K Slay. I fucks with K Slay. I fucks with K Slay. I like the, I like the artist that he that he brings to the table. But New York City DJs don't play New York City artists. It's hard. They got to go to Miami and Georgia and shit. It shouldn't have to be like that. This is New York City. I went to a party in New York City. And I'm sitting there. I'm drinking. I'm with my brothers. I'm drinking and shit. And we chilling. And me and my brother Bruce was like, damn. The whole fucking 30 minutes of music, the DJ didn't play not one New York City artist. I'm listening, I'm like, damn, this boy didn't play nothing from New York the whole time. It's New Yorkers in there. Why aren't you giving them they shine? So he playing everything, like down south. He playing Meek Mill to death. He playing Meek Mill all night. He playing anything from down south. Nothing from the West Coast, because they don't even make music like that. Unless it's Kendrick Lamar. And don't nobody dare tell me they was dancing to Nipsey Hustle in the club. Ain't nobody was playing Nipsey Hustle music. So nobody's playing YG music. That's a fact. Nobody's playing that West Coast music. So it's only option in in the East Coast is down south music. They playing Migos. They playing all this new stuff that I don't even know about. They playing Drake. So if you knew, if you dudes want New York artists to blow, you gotta play their music. You gotta give the city what we wanna hear. We wanna hear music from our artists. You know? Mano dropped the song. Mano dropped a, a mixtape or an EP, whatever you wanna call it. The Jermaine story is some shit. I didn't hear the dude, the DJ, I'm listening to the dude. He not even playing the Brooklyn song. I'm like the Brooklyn. This Mano's talking about Brooklyn. Why you ain't playing Brooklyn? It's a bunch of Brooklyn motherfuckers in there. You know, if you're from Brooklyn and Brooklyn got a song, Brooklyn want that song on the radio, on the speakers, in the club. We want it played. It's not like a different, it's not like any other borough. You know, it's not like any other borough. You know, you play, you play a song if a, if a, if if Biggie made a song about Brooklyn, that song gets played a thousand times. So when you in New York City and no New York City DJ plays a Brooklyn song, it's a problem. It's a problem when you just playing um when you just playing Gucci Man all night. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. It's weird it's, it's not a good vibe. It's not a good vibe at all. So yo, you know what I mean? Shout out to Vado though, man. Vado can Vado can blow. 
Lovato got to get aggressive in my book. He could definitely blow without Cam. Because motherfuckers like Votto. Niggas niggas like Votto. Motherfuckers fuck with Votto. Chicks fuck with him. You know what I mean? But yeah, you know what I'm saying? So those are some movies, like classic movies I was talking about. Not to get derailed off the subject. But those are some classic movies. Um, And the reason we were talking about that is because Killer Season was in the on the list. And I said Cam can turn nothing and turn into something. An example was Vado. Then we got into the music thing. But yeah, these movies right here, you know, Juice. Juice was a classic movie. Paid in Full definitely is classic. Straight out of Brooklyn. I, I like Brooklyn's Finest. I think it was Brooklyn's Finest. With Wesley Snipes. I think that was it. That was shot in somewhere in East New York. Old by the Bammers, I think. I'm not sure. New Jack City, Above the Rim, Sunset Park, and like I said, Who's the Man? Some good movies. You know what I'm saying? If you got any movies, let me know. Hit, hit me on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. You know, show me, show me what you got, what you're working with. But those are mine that I like. Me personally, I like, um, I like Brooklyn's Finest. To be honest with you, I like Sunset Park. Really, those are my top, my top, my go-to. I would watch that again. I definitely could watch Above the Rim again. Um, it's a movie called New Jersey Drive about carjacking in New Jersey because carjacking was big in New Jersey. I didn't put that because it's called New Jersey Drive. It's not New York. But um, that was a good movie. That movie was actually pieces were shot in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So pieces of the movie were shot in Brooklyn. So that no, all these movies got ties to New York City. You know, Sunset Park. Was, I mean, Paid in Full was shot in Canada. You know what I mean? They made it look like Harlem, but it was shot in Canada. I would love to know what part of Canada that was. But um, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Vampire in Brooklyn. Eddie Murphy. I was about to cut the shit short, but. My man said vampire. That was pretty funny. I think I got to watch that again, too. But I like Vampire in Brooklyn. I remember watching that with it as a kid with my mom. My mom loved um, Vampire in Brooklyn. She's an Eddie Murphy fan. She's a fan of um, Eddie. And so um, Eddie Murphy got some classics. What I, the, before we go, Coming to America, I think, was shot in New York. Where, before we go... I want to say, I don't think they should do a Coming to America too. I really don't. I don't think they should do it. I think it would be corny. I think they would mess it up. Even though Michael Blackson is a good dude, Michael Blackson is funny, I can't see them. Like, I got the hookup too. When I heard Master P is about to put that in theaters, I said, no, maybe you need to just leave it on DVD. You don't want to mess... A classic up. The first I got the hookup. The first one was, it's all right. It was a classic, low budget movie. Master P made a low budget movie be worldwide, internationally known, and it's a classic. I got the hookup. You know what I'm saying? So I remember when Master P said he um he didn't really have a big budget for it, but he shot it. Um. 
It's something I wanted to say again. Um, it's another movie. So, MTV shot a, sh shot a movie called How High. How High 2. You know How High, the regular one, got Method Man and Red Man. This one is going to have DC Young Fly and Little Yachty. Ah, yo, look. I'm fed up with that. That's why I said you can't do remixes of these movies and part twos of these movies. Just make a, a movie. Just don't make a sequel. Just let these two little motherfuckers have their own movie called Smoke Weed All Day. Don't mess up a classic with some corny-ass looking dudes. Little Yachty and... Who the fuck, who in the world is DC Youngfly? This young boy not even funny. Far from funny. DC Youngfly not funny. Even though he's on Wildin' Out, he's stupid. Stupid funny. He got the, the dumbass voices and he on TRL or some shit. He got the crazy weird voices and shit. He just be yelling and all that shit. But he's not funny to me. You can't make these dudes do... They're not Red Man and Method Man, man. Red and Meth were funny. Original. Classic funny. You look at that shit now, you be like laughing hard as shit. You roll up, you smoke, you smoke something to how high, you watching that shit. This movie right here is not even gonna make you laugh, probably. You probably have a bunch of dumb shit in there. Stupid shit. But yeah, you cannot keep messing these movies up like how they mess the fake like how they mess our cartoons up they mess our cartoons up making these stupid ass characters and shit they violating the cartoon code man you don't mess up the cartoons and shit let a classic be a classic that's why it's a classic if anything you just put out the reruns you don't keep you don't just make the movie over and add these little phony looking characters in it. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? Do you see? Do you see? Do you see? Um, what's happening? Making a what's happening? Two K. Nah, dog. They left it alone. It's over with. That shit over. You know what I'm saying? That shit over, man. Like, stop killing our movies, man. Stop killing our vibe. With fucking little yachty. Because he rap about smoking weed. He got to be the character in the movie. Like, nigga, no. You could have let me do that shit. You know what I mean? Red and Meth is classic, man. Excuse me as I kiss the sky. You know what I mean? It's them boys. Don't do that to them, man. And I don't think they had anything to say about it. Because they knew the shit was wrong. And the MTV went over their head and shot the movie. You know what I mean? There was nothing they could do about it. There was nothing they could do about it. They went over their head and they shot that movie and they said, yo, look, we got high, gonna have how high too. They didn't even want them in the movie. You know what I'm saying? They didn't even want them boys in the movie. Maybe they got a feature. They gotta have a feature in the movie. Something. But yo, I'm about to watch the rest of this basketball game, man. <laughs> About to go outside and chill, watch the game, then go outside, lay something down, make it happen, make it do what it do. 
Show, man. Y'all be safe. Peace.